Need your Minnesota United soccer fix? We've got it for you here. It's Loon Talk on Score North. Welcome in, Loons fans, to another week of Loon Talk. Jonathan Harrison here, welcoming you into this week's Loon Talk alongside Dan Terrar. Dan, how are you doing today, sir? Hey, doing great. Happy Monday. Let's Happy go. Happy Monday to you as well. Uh, we had no Loons games to talk about over the last week, so we've got a couple other things planned this week. Uh, you'll notice a lack of A.J. Fredrickson this week. He is dealing with some broadcast issues back at the home studio, so he'll jump in if he can fix it in time before we're done recording this episode. If not, well, then here's your advice, A.J., for Saturday. Don't be late. He's Yeah, this is, this is your, you're being written up today, a warning. <laughs> That's the only advice you're getting for Saturday when he takes he's, over. For he's me. a he's a very important guy. Just ask him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he'll pop in here soon, and we can yeah. give him a hard time. So, yeah. we are not worried about it at all. We got plenty to talk about. Damn, let's uh, let's jump right into the U.S. Men's National Team game because they played since we last uh, spoke. It wasn't Yikes. a good game. They got beat two no. nil by Japan. Uh, really early in the morning for me, and is probably after your show's done for you. So yeah. nothing, nothing uh, different for you at that time. But uh, goals in the twenty fourth and eighty eighth minute, and the U.S. didn't really look good at all. They struggled all, all morning or afternoon, whatever it was in Germany, and just they couldn't get much going. And pulling up the stats here. For the U.S. had no shots on goal through the entire 90 minutes. That is not the kind of performance you want two games out from the World Cup. Yeah, and I don't know. Uh, when's the last time that they came out and played that uh, lifeless and flat? I mean, it's it's been – well, it, it certainly hasn't happened to that degree in this round of play this you know this qualifying round and 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 through so i don't know that that surprised me because normally like we've talked about with uh, with the loons this is the time you want to be fine-tuning and, and playing at your best right now that's why i made a really bad prediction on that outcome of that match uh because i thought that they would be in their their rarest top form and obviously japan's better than i gave them credit for or did we just make them look good? I don't know. So well, yeah, that was a, that was a bit of a shocker. You. I didn't see it, uh, but I watched some highlights, and and there were no there were no highlights. It, yeah. it didn't take I long. Did. We're re- we're really uh, surprised when you went five nil on that predictor result. I was making a statement. I good. I assumed that they were going to win. I guess if I would, if I was betting on it, I would have bet you know more like a two nil. But I was trying to make a you know statement, you know, <laughs> USA, USA. And now I just look like an idiot. So yeah, now now it just looks. So what I get? So what I get for being patriotic? Nothing. <laughs> I mean, no Christian Pulisic, <laughs> so we'll give them that excuse. But uh, eh. still, they didn't they didn't look good. Jesus Ferreira didn't have the game that you would want from the guy who's most likely going to be the starting striker for the club or for the squad when they go to the world cup here in what a month and a half now it's, it's yeah crazy it's how not, fast it's quickly approached it it's not that far away yeah it's yeah so they better get that figured out <laughs> yeah absolutely uh they have a game tomorrow at noon i believe against saudi arabia that one is taking place in spain so uh much more reasonable kickoff time for me anyways and for most of America anyways. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Those of us who don't have to wake up at four in the morning for a morning radio show, Dan. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's a little more doable. I can probably even get that in before or just after my nap, one of the two. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Other things that happened, we kind of, we'll just jump right across into look across the league here. What happened? There, nothing happened. Uh, one thing did happen. 
LA Galaxy beat San Jose, which isn't really that surprising considering where those team, two teams are. Uh, Chicharito scored a couple goals and had a wonderful set of celebrations to make fun of the San Jose fans who had, uh, I don't know if you saw this, Dan, they had a TIFO made, and it was just two giant clowns. They each had uh, the jersey colors of LAFC and LA Galaxy and said the LA Circus is in town, doesn't, or same, two different teams, same color, same uh, or show or whatever circus show. So when Chicharito scores, he goes off to the side right in front of the fans and does some weird like clown I, celebration. I don't, I don't know. That's, that's I what don't, he was going for. But you think weird. is is that what he's going for? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's how you do clown in Mexican. I don't know. I don't want to play charades with him though because I never would have gotten clown out of that. So I wouldn't have gotten either. But that's what he went for <laughs> when he scored in the. Wait, was he juggling like a clown? No, he was just doing like he had his hands by his ears, yeah, holding them out like they were like he's going for fives. On <laughs> and he was like dancing back and forth. Yeah, yeah. It, was just, it, looked, it looked goofy, but I get the reason why he did it. Yeah, I know. LA Galaxy get the win, and that means in the standings they jump above Minnesota, they jump above Portland, all the way up into fifth place. So a team that we for a couple weeks now have been like, whoa, this team's tanking. They're kind of going down going down the hill here over the last bit of the season are now up in fifth place with a good chance uh, with a couple wins here to move up into fourth place or maybe even third place should things go their way. Uh, But that moves Minnesota down to seventh with Real Salt Lake just below them on 43 points. Minnesota's on 45 points in seventh place. So precarious position for the Loons going into the final two games, Dan. That's what happens when you don't win. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, really? I I didn't know that. And we've talked about that all season long. You win two or three in a row and you pop up a couple spots and life is good and you're talking about home field advantage and and then you lose three in a row and all of a sudden life becomes a S show and you don't know what to do next. And so I I can't wait for the next two matches because basically the playoffs have started for Minnesota. Yep. Oh, yeah. They started a couple games ago with how this team yeah. was going for the last so, couple matches. So, so if they, if they, it, here, here's, we talked about this before we started. If they win the next two, yeah. they'll be in the playoffs and they even still have a shot at home field advantage in round one. If they lose the next two, there's a really good chance they're not in the playoffs. And if yeah. they go, if yeah. they go one and one, they might be in the playoffs, but it, it they'll be it'll be scary close. So I just I just want to see them get a win against San Jose, and then go into decision day with just a, an amazing an amazing intense match with uh, with Vancouver. So yeah, you know I, I wish they had something locked up right now, but this is a pretty exciting stuff. Yeah, it makes the broadcast super fun when you've got yeah. all this other stuff going on that can affect your game. Unfortunately for everybody, though, uh, our game takes place as the last game of the night on Saturday because 9.30 or 9, yeah, I know. 9 p.m. Uh, start time. Well, there's two games going on while while our game's going on. Yeah. That'll be interesting. You and AJ will be on that one. 9 p.m. kickoff, 8.30 p.m. pre-match show, 1500 ESPN. AM 1500 ESPN, 1500ESPN.com, and the live Score North mobile app. Uh, so that game will be interesting. Dan, let's kind of preview that one and uh, the final game of the season as well, coming up against Vancouver on October 9th, I believe, at Allianz Field. So for once, they will close out the season at home. I think it's the first time they've done that. That's nice. That'll be, that'll be a nice cold one, but it won't matter because Vancouver likes to play in the cold as well. Yeah. Uh, so, but... Two very important games for the Loons. I think both of us, considering where each of those teams is, would expect 
at least three points, if not more, if not four out of those two matches. And that's what they would like to have because it would give them good positioning. I don't know. What do you, what do you expect? I think it's at least four should be the, the minimum for this team over the final two matches. Yeah, that would be my, my minimal acceptable amount of points. Cause we talked about this last week and I, and I, I believe that uh, getting Reynoso back in the lineup and, and just, uh, I think this team is embarrassed by what happened last time out. I think they will turn things around. I mean, I, I, I think they're going to get six points. I just don't think San Jose's out. Uh, and by the time we play Vancouver, they could very well be out. Um, so, yeah, you know, teams still come in and they compete. They're not going to roll over for you. But San Jose is just not a good team at all. And uh, with Reynoso back, they can win on the road and then come back home against the Vancouver squad. Now, if they play as they have been, no, I don't know if they can beat anybody. But I'm just, I guess I'm banking on this team uh, getting this thing turned around because the talent is there, the skill is there, and, um, you know, I think they will. But, uh, yeah, San Jose is, is, you know, shouldn't be a problem. And, and man, if it comes down to the decision day against Vancouver, that's, I guess, you, you put it in your own hands, in your own in your own building. Um, I think I think it's, you couldn't ask for much more than what they have here in the last two. San Jose has given up 67 goals on the season, which mm-hmm. is the most out of the entire league. They've given up 12 goals in their last four games, anyways, and they haven't won any of those four. Their last win dates back to September 4th. It was a home game against the Vancouver Whitecaps. It was a 2-0 win, surprisingly, uh, for that one. So, yeah, the Loons should be able to get the win against a team that played on Saturday, while the Loons haven't played since little ex, last little Saturday. extra rest. Yep, get all the uh, niggles healed up. Yep, have a little bit of extra rest. Uh, as as you said, Vancouver, they could be eliminated from playoff contention by the time they come to Allianz Field because they will play. Uh, looking at the schedules here, they play Austin FC coming up this weekend. Austin FC have to go up to Vancouver, so that'll be a little bit tricky because Austin aren't in the greatest of forms. Only one win in their last five matches. They've looked shaky doing it. They've given up a ton of goals in that time as well. While Vancouver, they have been uh, pretty hot lately. I mean, well, two wins in the last five, three uh, three losses in that time frame. So I guess yeah. not. But they have uh, strung together decent enough results to continue to be in the playoff conversation going into the final two weeks of the season when it looked like they were dead and buried for most of the season. Yeah. It's not a team to kind of just throw away, especially an Austin side that has really struggled of late. So no. Vancouver could get the win and be playing for that final playoff spot should uh, should results go their way. Yeah, that Sunday match on decision to Vancouver, I mean, I hope it doesn't come down to that, but uh, that could be, you know, the winner of that match is in. The loser could be out. I mean, that could I be mean, two li- seasons in a row. Of that. that could literally be an elimination game. Um, I'm hoping that Austin FC takes care of business and, and Vancouver comes in with one one game to go and nothing to play for. But as we know in MLS, it almost Anything always yeah. You just don't ever don't ever predict that things are going to be any easier. It's just it just never works out that way. So um yeah, these these next two. I, I just wish we were yeah, let's go. Let's play now and and get it going. But um yeah, I can't wait for these final two matches and hopefully something beyond that. So looking at the numbers and figuring out two games left for everybody, six points, the loons could finish anywhere, I believe, all the way up from third all the way down to tenth. So plenty of <laughs> to, spots they could to, fall to. Well, we'd be the results go against their way. I, I we, maybe maybe ninth. 
I don't. That would that would make us the most dangerous nine seed in MLS. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, going with there's uh, there's AJ. Where's AJ when 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 I need him? (laughs) (laughs) He'll listen back and just shout like, "Why are you making fun of me? Still, I'm not even here." Uh, so yeah, so plenty on the line for the loons. So let's discuss yeah. then what do you want to see or need to see? Let's go with need to see from the loons over the final two games to make you feel confident about that team going into the playoffs. Cause I think if, if they squeak in with the continued performances they've had over the last couple weeks and they yeah. go to the playoffs, you're not confident. No, what need, what needs to happen over these next two games against San Jose and Vancouver for you to feel confident about that team to make any kind of run in the playoffs? Well, first thing we need to see a healthy uh, Emmanuel Reynoso. That's key. Um, I want to see those matches where Minnesota came out and they were putting pressure on all over the pitch. Uh, Franco Fragapane was just possessed. I mean, and and they played with with a little more edge, um, a little more Rosales. You know, just just kind of. You know what? And play a little angry, and, and I think they have done that at times when they've come back after having kind of embarrassing performances earlier in the year, uh, right after the international break, where they took lost those two leads. That third game out of the break, they were angry that you could just tell they were, and that's what I want to see. Um, you know, Reynoso continue to you know show his his skill level. You know, ten goals, ten assists, and and. Defensively, that's where I'm not sure. Um, I, I I like the pieces that are back there. You'd like to have Makai Debasi back, but I like the pieces that are back there. Um, I just can't figure out where there's a problem if it's the communication, if it's communication between, you know, and I don't think it's between Boxel and Coleman because they've played together so many times and so much. Problem. I don't know if it's between Coleman and, and Dane St. Clair or Box. I don't know. But something – that defense was in such good form for most of the season. And do you remember when we used to talk about how, you know, hey, all we got to do is score one, we win, because our defense yeah. was so good. And and I don't know what's changed back there uh, because the problem started before uh, Bakai got hurt. Um the defense had some moments and, or is it just Jonathan, maybe it's just an unlucky stretch. You know, Michael Boxel putting in own goals hasn't happened at all in the last, you know, six years. And all of a sudden you get two in, 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 in a short amount of time. So maybe there's nothing wrong with the goaltending and defense. Maybe they just are having a little, you know, bad luck, but that's, I mean, right now, it's funny, but that's almost more of a concern than the offense because the defense is not, When's the last time the defense won a match for us? It's been a while. I mean, probably yeah. that Nashville game, don't you think? Two probably the last Nashville time when Dane St. Clair, Clair stood on his head, yeah. I'd say Nashville or the game after that, Austin, because we talked Austin, about those two games yeah. being two totally different games, and uh, the right. way those teams, the way that team won those games, just two different ways where right. Austin, Nashville was Dane St. Clair standing on his head, stopping eight shots that night. Uh, the next game against Austin, one of the most high-powered attacks in the league, he only faced one shot on the night, let it right. in, unfortunately, because it was a penalty kick, but only faced one shot on the night. And yeah, But so that one that one I'd give to the defense. Oh, the defense yeah. was amazing because they didn't allow anything. But but the first half of the season, we we relied on that defense. 
Mm-hmm. And we said, let's get the offense going. Once the offense gets going, this defense is lights out. And then all of a sudden you get the offense going. And now you're more, maybe more or equally worried about the defense. So yeah. I don't know. It, it, maybe they're too, maybe the, the uh, midfielders are contributing more in the offense. So they're leaving the defense a little shorthanded at times. But I don't see that, at least not with Will Trapp in there. He doesn't wander too far north very often. So is it um, weird to say? So for me, I think the thing that I would want to see from this team going into the final or in from these final two games is I want to see a more cohesive defense, one that's shutting people down. Uh, because, and this is where my question comes from: Is it weird to say that I feel confident in the attack? That if you have, if they have the confidence that the defense is back there behind them, that the attack's just going to be able to play freely, and that's not something that I thought I'd say this season, considering mm-hmm. how it started, considering the lack of goals this team scored to start the season. But after that stretch run from the end of June all the way to the end of August. It felt like this team's offense was unstoppable. Like this team would score goals every single game. They'd be completely yeah. unstoppable. They faltered, obviously, over the last, uh, what, five games, six games now. But it feels like if this defense can just kind of get any kind of confidence in themselves to be able to stop things, obviously the Michael Boxel own goal thing isn't going to continue. That thing's going to no. progress back to not happening again because it's just – it's not something that's going to happen right. that often. No. So it's just – if that defense can get confident again, Dane St. Clair can get confident again. And I'm not saying they're not confident, but clearly they're letting in a lot of goals and not playing with any kind of confidence right now. Uh, if they can get back to playing the way they have played, at the be- especially at the beginning of the season, I feel like this team can make a run because defense plays really well or it whoever plays the best defense in the playoffs generally tends to go far and it doesn't really rely too much on the attack going into the playoffs because it's a lot of just hunkering down and counterattacking. This That seems like something this team can do pretty well, especially with the Manu Reynoso pinging balls left and right to Amaria or Frank right. Pane or whoever's going to be running on that right-hand side. For me, I want to see a defense, a confident defense again that's going to just stand up there, get aggressive, take right. balls away in key moments, not give up dangerous chances, not ask Dane St. Clair to do a whole lot. But when he does, when he is asked to do something, he comes up big like he has uh, for quite a bit of this season. I want to see that defense again. And if I see that over the last few games, I don't care how many goals they score. If it's one, it's two, it's three. I don't care. But if that defense can get back to the way it's been for a majority of the season, then I think this team can go on a playoff run. Yeah, yeah, the defense has to be solid, and uh, the offense, like I said, the skill is there. You know, uh, another interesting, you know, offshoot of that is Dane Sinclair has, and, and I don't, to me, I wins are more important than clean sheets, but stat-wise and when people start comparing goaltenders, you know, clean sheets always gets thrown right right away into it. Yeah. Uh, he only has four clean sheets on the season. What did yeah. Tyler Miller have last year, 11? Uh, yeah, he was close to setting the record for the team. Yeah. Yeah. So he didn't. So, and so I keep, I keep trying to figure out, is that a young goaltender not being consistent? Is it the defense not being as solid in front of him as they should? But I think for, it was 11 last year for Tyler. So that's a number that I look at and go, okay, you know, it, 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 I don't want to say there's something, yeah, no, I'll say it. It seems like that there's something wrong. Um, that there's teams that are, are well behind Minnesota in the standings and their keepers have, you know, eight, nine, 10 clean sheets. So that tells you there's something not right there. Um, 
And I think that's part of the whole problem that there are some matches where Dane struggled, especially particularly before the all-star break. Yeah. Uh, he had a couple, he had a couple right into the all-star break and we were even talking about, well, maybe it's time to give Tyler a shot. And then he gets the all-star game uh, MVP and he comes out and he's awesome after that. So yeah. I, I can't figure out that stat either. That one just jumps out at me. Every time I look at it four clean sheets, it's not what a goalie of his caliber should have. No, it, it should be more than that, considering some of the guys he's had in front of him on defense this year. DJ Taylor's played outstanding at that right yeah. back spot, and he's really he's been come great this season. And as we've mentioned a couple times over the last couple months, he's made you forget that Roman Messonero was out injured Who? with how he played. And I know. Benitez came in, looked like he could provide a spark in the offense, but just doesn't do enough defensively where DJ Taylor's back in that starting role. Yeah. Because Alan Benitez showed in the, the starts that he got that he just doesn't provide enough defensively, and that was causing problems as well. So now they go back to DJ Taylor at right back. Kamar Lawrence is Kamar Lawrence. He's still one of the best left backs in the league. Yep. Uh, so now it's just on Brent Coleman kind of stepping up in place of Bakai Debassi. And you've seen Brent Coleman make starts before, and he's done pretty well. I don't know that he is a guy that you want to rely hey. on week in and week out, but it, that you have to rely on hey. him now. You have to get yeah. games out of him. And I think they can. I think they've done it before, and I think they can do it again. I think I think the big difference. There's a lot of differences between Debassy and Coleman, but probably the glaring one is speed. Yeah, and that's something that could cause problems. Michael Boxel is used to playing with a guy with a little more speed, and that gives him a little more freedom to do what he does. And all of a sudden, you've got two guys, and I'm guessing Coleman and Boxel are similar speed wise. I would say probably. Yeah. Um, Somebody has to, you know, somebody's got to play a little different. Otherwise, you're going to get beat, and they have been. So so maybe it's as simple as that. Maybe they just need to find a way to play a little bit differently, uh, lacking uh, speed in the middle between those two big guys. But um, that's something that can be overcome. You just have to play a little more conservative if you're worried about the speed of the, the other, uh, the other, the opponent's uh, forward group. So, you know, if that's what it is, adjustments can be made. But um, I don't know if it's as simple as that. I think the thing that gives me hope is that looking back through some of these stats from past games is that the last time they played San Jose earlier this season, San Jose didn't have a single shot on target. Yeah. They didn't have a single shot on goal. So that gives me hope that if you can get a similar performance this Saturday at San Jose, you can shut them out on the road, which uh, San Jose hasn't been shut out since September 10th when it was a 6-0 drubbing at the hands of FC Cincinnati, which if you get drubbed by FC Cincinnati 6-0 with Cincinnati's history, kind of just pack up for the season. Go home. (laughs) That's just not the result you ever want to be on the end of. Take your ball. Take your ball and go home. Just hit the beach already, San Jose. But yeah, if if you can get a similar result where you're keeping them to one, two, maybe three shots on target, that should give you enough confidence to go in – put in a stellar performance against Vancouver, secure your right. place in the playoffs, and go make a run. And you might have to do it on the road because of how these last couple weeks went. And that'll be really disappointing considering the run they went on and how high they were climbing in the standings. And they were, what, yeah. five points away from taking over second place at one point a couple weeks ago. So I think yeah. that would be disappointing if they didn't get a home playoff spot. But at this point in the season, you just take a playoff spot and just see what you can do. Just get in and hope you're playing your best and uh, and can get this uh, get everything back into shape by that time. Otherwise, otherwise it'll be an early uh, early fall for for the team. 
Speaking of an early fall, let's uh, jump right into the predictor. We've already gone across, let's do the, it. across the league. Wasn't really much to talk about from this yeah. last week. We've previewed these last two games as much as we could. Uh, we were going to give AJ some pointers for this weekend, but he decided not to show up. Hopefully he shows up on Saturday for the broadcast, covering for me in the host chair alongside you, Dan Terra, for that broadcast. 8.30 p.m. pre-match show, 9 p.m. kickoff uh, between Minnesota United and Sport... Er, not Sporting Kansas City. That was a couple Sporting weeks ago. San Jose. Sporting San Jose. Yes, San Sporting Jose San Jose. The the flying Calvos. <laughs> <laughs> He's not there anymore. He's in Turkey, so they don't have to worry about him anymore. You know, you know, things are going well when they say, you know what, Turkey'd be a good place for you to go. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's something you don't want. I don't care what your job is, what career you have. Yeah, that's probably not a good thing. Uh, okay, predictor. Uh, we pick three matches in upcoming weeks. Uh, if you pick the correct winner or pick a draw, you get a point. If you pick the score correctly, you get a bonus point. That never happens. So uh, where are we at? How far behind am I? You are plenty of points behind right now, pulling up the predictor score yeah, sheet here. That's all in my uh, plan. You were the only one who picked last week because you needed to catch up for missing the previous week. Unfortunately, you picked two games that haven't been played yet. Your one game that you did pick, you predicted a 5-0 U.S. drubbing of Japan. Well, no, I didn't. Kind of the other way around. It was a well, No, I didn't. I think I said no. Japan. I don't think that's what I picked. Are you sure? Yep, I'm, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I wrote it down. I went back and listened a couple hours ago. No, that's a different segment where you write it down. <laughs> Well, even worse. Okay, so they're fine. Farther behind. Fine. Uh, so you got no points. So you're still behind me. Uh, I'm on 42. You're on 31. AJ's on 22. You still got two games to come up, though. Um, actually, hold on. No wait. I picked. Uh, didn't I, I predict, pick? Yeah. You predicted LA Galaxy would get would beat San Jose two nil, and it and was ended up being three two. So you do get a point. So let me. So I got one. Point. Yeah, so I thought I had picked only, one. Now you're only ten points behind me. Correction. <laughs> All right, fine. Get closer. All right, you go first, sir. I'll let you. Okay. Um, uh, since last week, I already picked the Minnesota San Jose match. I can't do that one again. Uh, let's do FC Dallas versus Colorado. Mm-hmm. FC Dallas two, Colorado one. I was going to pick that game too. Go uh, ahead. But I'm going to go. I want results. I'm. I don't even care if this makes sense. I've got a lead, so I'm going to play with it here a little bit. Play with the lead here. I'm going with a Colorado FC Dallas 2-2 draw because Ooh. I need I want results to start going the Loons way, help okay. out a little bit. Maybe All right. the Loons can jump back into home playoff spot should Dallas start to falter considering they've already locked up a playoff spot. Uh 2-2 draw between those two teams, Dan. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to keep beating up on DC United. Montreal 1, DC United 0. That's actually a really good match to pick because DC's so bad and they're just <laughs> But I'm not going to pick uh, the same match as you. As much as I want to, it's not going to happen. I'm going to pick on Chicago here. Chicago are done for the season. I thought about that one. I thought about that one. They were a team that I picked on a lot at the beginning of the season just because they were fun too because they ended up being really bad after a little bit. Uh, but now they are eliminated from playoff contention. FC Cincinnati are in sixth place in the Eastern Conference. They're going from three times in a row wooden spoon champions yeah. to now securing it looks like a playoff spot in the Eastern Conference. I'm going with an FC Cincinnati win, and they're going to do it in nice fashion. They're going to get a 4-0 win over oh, Chicago. Oh, man. They're going to put in the goals because Brenner's just firing on all cylinders. Brandon Vasquez is yeah. firing on all cylinders. All of a sudden, FC Cincinnati I, can't stop scoring, and they're, they're yeah. shutting people out. They're playing good defensive soccer, which is something I don't think a lot of people ever thought would happen again. So, yeah, yeah. FC Cincinnati 4, Chicago nil. 
All right. Um, okay. And I thought about that one too, but I, Cincinnati, I just don't trust yet, but um, okay. And then the other one, Sunday, uh, Nashville and Houston. I have Nashville three Houston zip. Yep. I like that. Uh, so you can't pick the Minnesota San Jose one because you already picked that. Last I already week, picked so it. I yeah. will pick that one this week to make up for that. And I'm going with a two nil shutout for the loons. Uh, and the Loons will get another three points, climb up higher in the Western Conference standings, hopefully securing their shot into the playoffs. Uh, so, yeah, that'll be a 2-0 win for the Loons. Write that down. Make sure I didn't... Uh, no, yeah, we're not writing... The, that's the wrong segment. Yeah, I know. I'm we're still doing the predictor. I, I was just oh, making man. sure that you didn't pick 2-0 as well because you picked 4-0 last week. So you went big You went big last week. You you pulled from my head. I, with going yeah, with I don't know. I, I might have had uh, too many gummies or something. I don't know. But <laughs> I was feeling really good last week. <laughs> All right. So now it's time for Write That Down, our other soccer prediction-related segment. We each make three soccer-related predictions. We'll write them down. We'll keep track of uh, correct predictions throughout the year. We'll call those goals. And the person with the most amount of goals at the end of the season will win the coveted golden boot. Uh, first, an accountability session. And now, because it's the end of the year, there is a lot coming Yeah, it's kind of a mess. Summarize it. <laughs> so, let's go through it. I'll start with AJ, since he's not here and we can make fun of him a little bit. He had three AJ. things all come off in the negative column this week. We didn't have a whole lot of green. We have a whole lot of red. Yeah. Uh, so, three things come off the in the negative column for AJ this week. He said, across Saturday and Sunday a couple weeks ago, we'll see at least a hat trick. I didn't get time to look it up, but there's no hat tricks. Uh, in that weekend of soccer that he predicted that in, so no goal there. He said Austin FC will finish outside of the top three. Mathematically, they cannot do that. The lowest they can go is three, so he doesn't get a point there. And he said the U.S. men's national team will go unbeaten and win at least one game in the September international break. Well, that was already beaten on the first one. So he got no points. He's still stuck on 10 goals for the season, Dan. Just two regular season weeks left, and we'll see how long we go into the playoffs. Uh, Dan? Going to you now. Plenty coming off the board again for you. Unfortunately, nothing in the green ledger. Not nothing? Nothing. Oh, man. You said Minnesota United <sighs> will end the season on a three-match unbeaten streak. Thanks, Sporting Kansas City, for that one. You said Seattle f- will finish the season ahead of the LA Galaxy. They mathematically cannot do that. I cannot. Nope. Uh, you said Chicago and Sporting Kansas City will both finish last place in the respective conference- conferences. DC United, I think, has the Eastern Conference dang near locked up, but they can't. Uh, Chicago can't finish below them. Uh, you said at the end of the season, Seattle will finish between third and sixth in the Western Conference. The highest they can get is seventh. And you said only LAFC will stay in the top four all season long among LAFC, FC Dallas, Austin, and LA Galaxy. And now I can finally Austin. write that one off. I don't have to keep tracking that every week uh, because Austin, the lowest they can go is fourth. Man. So they will host a playoff game and uh, they'll be happy to do it. Uh, so now that comes down to me. I had plenty coming off in the red ledger, but I also did get one, I believe, in the green side of the the column as well. I said, uh, let's start off on the negative side. Seattle will finish fourth or higher in the Western Conference. That's when they looked like they were going to do it. We were all we all were counting on Seattle making a typical run, and they didn't. I said Austin will finish below fourth place in the Western Conference. That can't happen. And two others in the red side of the ledger. Minnesota United will end the season as the second seed in the Western Conference. Well and truly done. And I said U.S. men's national team will get two clean sheets in the September international window. Yikes! Well, didn't happen. 
They can no. get two clean sheets, but be the victims of them. Yeah, they, they won't be on but the right side of it. Not how I phrase it. I said Minnesota will not win the wooden spoon this year when they're on that really bad stretch of games. Yeah, it's kind of a tap-in. That was a tap-in. But I've got them built in. I, I saved them up for the year, so I'm good. And then I said S- or Sporting Kansas City will not make the playoffs this season. They were eliminated last week due to a game going against them, uh, a different game, not the one against the Loons. So they will not make the playoffs for the second time, I believe, in three mm. years. Yeah. So now it's time for the prediction part of the show, Dan. Because you're behind, I'll let you go first. All right. Um, versus San Jose on Saturday, uh, both Luis Amaria and Robin Lud will figure into the scoring on Saturday. I like it. Uh, write that down, Dan. Uh, write write it down. down, Dan. By the end of the season, whether it happens at the end of the regular season or in the playoffs, so regular seasons or playoffs, depending on if they get there, there will be a hat trick by a loon right there. Ooh. I don't know. I don't know why. Wow. I'm just going with it. Wow. Uh, I've got a four-goal lead here. I'm up to wow. 24 goals. You have 20 Wowzers. goals. AJ has 10, so write that you're down. Getting, you're getting cocky all of a sudden. Yep, sure. Um... Can you do it? Yeah. How can I not? I need Come the on, points. I that there for you. <laughs> Minnesota will not have a hat trick the rest of this season, regular season, or playoffs. Come on, San Jose write, this weekend. Write that down. San Jose nope. this weekend, and I'm not on nope. the broadcast. It's going to happen. Nope. <laughs> nope. I, I would maybe go with a double brace. <laughs> a Reynoso Amaria brace each, you know, but. That's fine. Yeah. No, that's Write okay. this down. Uh, I believe I've done this a couple times, and it's always come up negative. There'll be at least one clean sheet by the end of the season, Dan. Write that down. Okay. Well, with who they're playing, there's a good shot. Yeah, I yeah. would stake that one. So. Write that down. Um, all right. Uh, teams in the playoffs right now, as of this minute, that will not be when the season ends. In the East, Miami. In the West, Portland. I like Portland falling out. That would be fun. It'd be fun. <laughs> uh, write this down, and this may be a bit of a tap in, but you know what? I'm going with it. Write right. this down. They've got a couple game. They got a game in hand over everybody, so it still could happen. They could still squeak their way in, uh, but I don't believe it's going to happen. First time in their club's history. Write this down, Dan. Seattle will not make the MLS Cup playoffs. Oh, write man, that down. That is a tap in. That's not only a tap in. They've that's got a, nine points still available. They're only six points behind Minnesota. That's a, that's a tap in on eighteen. All right, fine. They still might. So yeah. All right. That's it. All right. That's it. That's uh. That's it. Write that down. That's predictor. That's look across the league. That's the entire show, folks. That's Very it. Quick show. We're that's all we got. The record. And I think we got it with the shortest episode we've ever done. I think uh, it thanks, is. Thanks, AJ, for not showing up. We appreciate yeah. it. Hopefully, you show up on Saturday because I'll be in a different continent. Uh, yes. So counting on you for that one, AJ. 8.30 p.m. pre-match show. 9 p.m. kickoff with AJ Fredrickson and Dan Terrar for the call of Minnesota United at Sport. Or why do I keep calling them Sporting? Sporting, know, sporting. San Jose, Earthquakes, FC, SC. FC uh, Real. Real. FC Real. <laughs> so, yeah. Whoever they're playing on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, Dan Terrar will be on the call for that one on 15, AM 1500, 1500ESPN.com, and the Score North mobile app. Dan, good stuff tonight. We will uh, – I'll talk to you maybe not next Wednesday, not next Monday, but uh, for the game, the final game of the season at all. Yeah. Yeah, it's coming. It's all wrapping up quick. So uh, go Loons. Hope we have a great game on Saturday. Have a good trip. 
Absolutely. Thank you, sir. Uh, AJ and Dan will be back right here on Loon Talk next Monday night, so be sure to uh, listen to that when it releases probably Tuesday morning. So, Loon fans, see you then. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.